Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we're going to have a discussion and a, a uh, message sermon on leaning on a shovel and praying for a hole. Leaning on a shovel and praying for a hole. You're probably going to say, what does that mean? That means that not to just um, to do nothing and pray and expect God to do it all. We also have to do our own part. And so that's why one of the old analogies is leaning on the shovel and praying for a hole. We're supposed to use that shovel to dig the hole. And the reason why we're talking about that today is because we're at a time in America. Uh, this week coming up, uh, today is... Um, Sunday, January 3rd of 2021, and on January 6th, there's going to be a showdown in American uh, political system and um, the Constitution and with the American people who are raising up because of an election that was filled with uh, fraud and all kind of stuff. And basically what we're facing right now is good and evil. If those folks who are doing evil get in power, then we're not going to have a nation anymore. It's over. So, not only do we pray, but we also have to do our part. Just like the founding fathers, they prayed, they sought God, they studied the Bible, but they also had to do their part while they were forming a new government to fight against the British. Uh... Back in the uh, the late 1700s, the mid to late 1700s, um, they uh, they also were preparing for for war because they knew to win they'd have to defeat, which at that time was one of the most powerful countries and uh, militaries in the world. Uh, they had a a huge standing army, uh, navy. And uh, so they were just, and then they had a king who was over them. And so the king was wanting to remove the rights of the colonists. But they had to stand up and fight. And they, um, uh, one of their sayings that they had, well, actually they did it. And so a lot of people repeat it now. But the, the patriots were... I want uh, 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 to give everything up, and so they gave up their uh, um, their lives, their sacred honor, and they also gave up their um, like you know were willing to give up their fortunes. So today we're at a point now where our government has gone awry, which is what. The Founding Fathers warned us about, and we're here today. Um, the the people who hate God, who hate America, hate the Constitution, have been trying to take down America for a long time, and we finally reached a point where now they've been exposed, and we have to do our part. Not just pray, but we're going to have to stand. You know, we're going to have to to stand. It's like right now they have the uh, where they're trying to make people work 
masked and um, uh, standing six feet apart and everything, which is uh, which is completely nonsense. I have a medical background, and I know that the only time that any of that works, you have to be in a sterile environment. So that's garbage. And they also have real doctors who come out and said, uh, this is not what it is, and it's not so. And they're also lying. Uh, because they don't have all these deaths and stuff that they claim to. They've just, uh, they, everybody that dies, they just slap, slap a name on it, you know, for the COVID thing. But anyway, so, uh, so here's one of my comments. As in the military in battle, you keep moving forward so you don't be become a sitting target. It's harder to hit a moving target. If we if we keep moving forward in God, His Word, the Bible, reading the Bible daily and doing what it says with prayer or talking to God, we become stronger and it's harder for Satan and the devil to destroy us. And see what's been going on. We've had a lot of lazy Christians or people claiming to be Christians. Um, which, you know, if you don't care about the souls of other folks and you just go about your life and don't want to be bothered, there's a problem. You know, there's a major problem right there. You know. Uh, look what Joshua says in the Old Testament. Joshua chapter 24 and verse 14 and 15. And I'll be reading out of the King James for this one. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity then in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood in, in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And verse 15, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's the stand we have to take. You know, we're going to serve the Lord no matter what. You know, uh, we're going to do what we're supposed to be doing. Right? And one of the things that the church is supposed to be doing is to teach the generations. But we've fallen prey to all the new gospels they have out there that that God has a wonderful plan for your life and all that's not that's not God that's not even in the Bible. Um, the only place where you where you see where God has a plan for your life is in Jeremiah when he's talking specifically to Jeremiah the prophet. You know, but everybody loves to quote that, but they completely take it out of context. Because there's suffering and there's death and everything else that happens, you know. I'll go to Exodus. Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, the Old Testament. And again, I'll read from the King James on this one. And it says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians, Egyptians who you see, whom you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. You see, God's going to destroy the people, you know. But we also have to be obedient and we also have to serve God. Now, if you go to the New Testament, and this will be the NIV, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 to 31, uh, we're going to read how the world thinks that God and his message is foolishness. Starting in 18, 
1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 to 31 and 18 says this, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. Verse 19, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. At verse 20, where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? Verse 21, for since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Verse 22, Jews demand signs and Greeks look for for wisdom 23 but we preach christ crucified a stumbling block to jews and foolishness to gentiles so that means those at that time the jewish people and then for those who weren't jewish people they were known as gentiles um let me see christ Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Verse 25, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Verse 26, brothers and sisters, think of what were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were noble birth. 27, but God chose the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Verse 28, God chose the lowly things of this world and, and despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Uh, verse 29, so that no one may boast before him. Verse 30, it is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Verse 31, therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Yeah, in the Lord, boast in the Lord. Okay, now. We must do God's will. What is God's will? God's will is number one, that as biblical Christian believers, we are to witness, to tell people about the good news, which is how to be, how to come to God with repentance and ask for forgiveness and then put their trust in God alone as you would in a parachute if the plane you were in was about to crash and you got a parachute to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come because it's coming so i'm gonna read a few scriptures about doing god's will matthew chapter 7 verse 21 esv english standard version not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven matthew 6 and 10 uh same thing esv your kingdom come you will be done uh, on earth as it is in heaven First uh, Peter chapter two verse fifteen, the ESV. For this is the will of God that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. James chapter one verse twenty two. But the doers, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Romans chapter twelve verse two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
that by testing you discern what is that will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, so I think you get the point. Uh, let me see. And I'm going to read one more, and it's found in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 through 68. And I'm not going to read all that. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. And it says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do this, to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth, and all blessings shall come upon and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God, blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field, blessed shall be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit in your ground, and the fruit in your cattle, and increase your herds and the young of your flock, blessed shall be your basket and your your kneading bowl. Okay, today there's not a lot of farming farmers anymore, but I hope you get the gist of where it says, if you obey God, then God will bless you in whatever you do, you know. Um, so, so now, let's go back and let's go to chapter uh, to Luke chapter sixteen, verse nineteen to thirty-one, the New Testament. Okay. And it's the rich man in Lazarus. And this is where you go to find out about hell. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. This is the King James Version 20. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus with, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Verse 22, it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angel into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. Verse 23, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being torment, uh, uh, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in the bosom. Now he says torments, not just one. Verse 24, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in his flame. Verse 25, But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest the good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted that thou art tormented. Verse 26, But besides, and besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed or it's a separation, so that they which would pass from hence to, to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. That means you can, what he's saying is you can't cross over from hell to heaven or heaven to hell. It don't work that way. Verse 27. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house. For I, verse 28. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. I mean, yeah, lest they come into this place of torment. Verse 28. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. Verse 30. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them for the, from the dead, they will repent. Verse 31. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded the one rose from the dead. Now, do you understand what I'm saying? We see that every day. 
especially in America, people have heard the gospel and around the world, but especially in America, they've heard the gospel and they've heard it so much they just don't care anymore, they don't want to hear it. And then you have churches that have watered it down, they don't even preach on this, on hell anymore. And, and uh, according to what the Bible said, hell it is a place where you would cry and gnash your teeth. Now gnashing your teeth would be where the, the fear and the stress is so horrific that you grind your teeth till it breaks with pressure because you're you're hollering and screaming from it because because it's a place of torment separation from god complete darkness you go to have a special spiritual body that will constantly be on fire you feel the pain but it won't consume the body you just feel the pain it's forever and ever and ever you're in complete total darkness being tormented and various punishments happening to you constantly where there's no time and so that's so that's where we're at here we have a lot of people who are lost because the churches have failed you have christians claim to be christians i believe they probably don't know they don't really know where they're at because they've gone to churches don't teach anything anymore they they tell you oh just believe in christ and you're fine uh, no you have to repent you have to understand that we've broken God's moral law. Now, how do you find that out? Well, let me tell you. Let's do the good person test. Have you ever lied? Then, what do you call someone who lied? A liar. We've all sinned. We've all broken all the commandments. Have you ever stolen anything? Don't matter if it's a paper clip or borrowed something, didn't bring it back or anything. See, God's standards are higher than ours. We're okay with stuff because we created a God in our mind that's fine, which is another breaking of God's commandments. You're not supposed to make a, a graven image or an image of God, and we do that in our heads, that in our minds. We create a God that's okay with everything we do, and somehow, some way, we're going to go to heaven. It doesn't work that way. God's exclusive. you got to go His way. According to the Bible, you got to go the straight and narrow way. Because uh, narrow is the way, and wide is, uh, and, and wide is the way to, to uh, destruction, death and destruction, which a lot of people take. Which is the easy way. The easy way is you just do whatever, and you're cool with it, you know, or whatever. No, it doesn't work that way. It's like right now, we're finding where sin in America has become insanity. Where now they're telling people there's more than two sexes. No, there's not. You can create whatever, but it's not happening. It's male and female. That's it. There is no other. Period. There's not. You can laugh at it, you whatever, but think about it. They're, they just created this insanity. What we used to call in, insanity with people that they needed help. Now, oh, you can't say nothing. Let them go. The poor person, you know, that's what they believe. And so now we even got to where people are, they can be a, a giraffe today and a a fish tomorrow and a snake the next day or or in one day they can change up five to ten times of whatever they create themselves male female back and forth in between what have known sin makes you insane and we've reached a point where everything goes now so why would god bless america and why would god bless you right but not for his mercy we do have a lot of biblical christians who are in america and around the world who care about the freedoms care about this country 
But we have sat back for so long and we've let Satan come in with all these people who are lost, who either have heard the gospel and rejected it or have never heard it. So they're doing what they know because we're all born into sin. You say, well, why are we born into sin? Because Adam and Eve, the first two that God created, they disobeyed God. See, when God when God says something, he has to fulfill it just like uh his commandments. Um, we're not to we're not to lie. We're not to steal. We're not to look at another person with lust, which is um, adultery in your heart. If you hate someone, according according to the Bible, in the New Testament, it's the same thing as murdering someone in your heart. You know, or, or, or coveting, wanting what somebody else has. You know, you think about it all the time. And you want it. How can I get something like that? You know. There's so much that we do naturally because sin comes naturally. Doing the right thing, you have to work hard at. But this is what's happened in America. We, it's time to take a stand. So on um, President Donald Trump and the Christian stuff, uh, they've asked everybody who cares about America and, and who loves God to be in Washington, D.C. on January 6th of 2021. Which is today Sunday, so it's three days away. You know. So, what are you going to do? Do even do you know God? If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, and you don't know God, then you should realize you're in a pickle. If you're to die without asking God for forgiveness and then transferring the trust from yourself to Christ alone and putting Jesus on as a parachute. Like I said before, if you're in a plane that's about to crash, you know, that's going to save you from the jump to come. Putting Jesus on will save you from the judgment to come. Then from the time you give your life to Jesus, you put your trust in Jesus Christ alone. Then you start reading the Bible daily and doing what it says. Not just keep doing the same old stuff you always did. There must be a change or you're not serious. You know, it's like if you go to school for something, you have to complete the program. You got to get to finish all the classes to be able to get a high school diploma or, or whatever, some trade thing or college. You have to complete the courses to get um, the diploma or degree or whatever or the training that you need for a good trade, you have to complete it. And it's the same thing. So, for Christians who are listening to this, have you been standing, have you been witnessing to a lost world? The Prince of Preacher, Preachers in the, the mid-1800s, Charles Spurgeon, said if you... If you're not concerned for the lost, you must not be saved yourself. So see, we have to be doers of the word of God, not just sitting back. And let me tell you, there's a lot of big name preachers who have already caved. It, it, it makes me sick to my stomach. You know, they've already caved and they just, they go to pray and they go to read the Bible and witness. That's good. You're supposed to do that. But you, but you also have to get involved in the on uh, the political realm also and your vote and when something goes wrong you got to stand for what's right 
not just cave in because it's the easy thing to do. And this is what I'm seeing. How sad is that? So for you Christians who are listening, make sure that, uh, um, that you're tightened up where you're supposed to be in God. Because I don't want you to, to be fooling yourself because you've just been lazy and, and not concerned about anything, but you call yourself a Christian. I'm not judging. I'm just telling you what the Word of God says. So it's time to stand up and make a difference. Not just pray and stay in the church walls and stay at home and whatever. You also got to do stuff. You have to get involved. Make a difference. That's what our founding fathers did. The majority were ministers. You had ministers, devout Christians. Who were, who were the founding fathers? Did you know... Um, Back then when the war started, you had preachers who wore their uniform under their um, under their preaching robes. And when they got finished, they grabbed their gun and went and they took off the robe and went running with some of the, the other church guys who were going to fight for their communities and stuff uh, against the British. That's right. They preached the gospel. Then they got up and they... Did what they're supposed to do. Not just lay back behind and let somebody else do it. So. So remember. That. Um, what I said before. Okay let's go over that again. Don't lean on a shovel. And then pray for a hole. Dig the shovel. It's time for you to do some digging. It's time for you to get off your duff. It's time to do what we're supposed to be doing. Not just being lax days ago and don't care about people dying and going to hell. They're not, not even interested in God. Let me read some scripture real quick. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. A King James Version. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13, King James Version, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Uh, for who, so, uh, 13, for who shall ever so call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not, none of this is difficult. So whether you're, you're listening and you're not saved, you don't know God, now you know why you need God and how to, to get with God. And for those that are listening who are Christians and you've realized you're not where you need to be, you need to repent. You need to go back through that again. Okay, let me give you some resources. Uh, well, number one, before I get to that, uh, uh, um, at the bottom in the information box there below the podcast and on YouTube, you can now click on it and you can you can donate for PayPal if that's something you would like to do. If you're watching on YouTube, or excuse me, listening on YouTube, because uh, this will be put on YouTube also, but... Um, 
please click the bell and subscribe or, or, or first subscribe then click the bell the third bell at the top because that'll let you know when some new stuff is in and make some comment and I'll, I'll put some comments down and share it to keep this going and if you're if you'd like to mail a check or money order please make it out to new life church baptist because uh, bible education institute is the dba or doing business as it's working through new life church baptist also uh, you can make checks and money order to that and you can also mail it to 624 tyvola road and Tyvola is T-Y-V-O-L-A Road, Suite 103-166, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28217. Email Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. Phone number is 910-747-5215. Any help is much appreciated to keep us going. Okay, resources. Watch on YouTube. Uh, you can watch on YouTube and they have podcasts and you go to the websites of Living Waters with Ray Comfort. LivingWaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in Genesis.org, Wall Builders with David Martin, WallBuilders.com, Dr. Walter Martin, WalterMartin.com. Uh, watch on YouTube, it would be a great benefit to you. 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Weiss. Fantastic. Um, you can also get our, our listen on podcast and we're on uh, which is Bible Education Institute Reverend Keller is Bible Education Institute you should be able to find it and we're on Stitcher, Spotify and Apple platforms for that. If you need books you can email us or you can write us and if you need a Bible I'll be glad to send you one or you can buy they have news and use stuff you can go to Thrift Books you can go to Abe Books and I think they have like um, just different things you can look up and you can also buy on Amazon, and there's a lot of other places you can go. And another good resource, uh, you can go online and you can put in a search engine, uh, T TCT Network, and it'll pull it up. And there's three great programs on there that I would suggest you can learn. It's good learning tools. And you can go, and once you get on there, you go to on-demand programs, and you can look for Faith and History with William Federer, Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Donald Daniel Lappin, and Journey Through the Bible with Jimmy Snow. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for those that have listened today. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, for those who don't know you, that, that you will continually convict their heart and their mind to get right with you, Lord Father God, to repent and, and to transfer the trust in themselves to you alone. And for those that are listening that are Christians, that to make sure that they're exactly where they need to be in you. So, so I'll suggest you do it and do it now. And to the next time, God bless.